Hello and welcome to Cast of Thrones, the Game of Thrones podcast. This week we are continuing the book club for Clash of Kings with Catelyn 2 and John 3. I am Michael Thrifty Nerd Tomorrow, and with me is Tim Lanning. Hey guys, I'm Tim Lanning. <laughs> and Mike Dow. Hello. Nick Bristow. Hey, all my sexy lady stalkers. And Jennifer G. Oh my god, hey guys, what's up? Me and Tim are just um, here, you know? Guys, I missed you so much since last week. Oh, I miss you too. <laughs> oh, also, I wanted to mention I'm quitting the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> He's also divorcing me and moving to San Francisco. Yeah, you can't just quit the T- podcast. You, you, you sound different there. Something just happened between now and like five minutes ago. Your, your voice, voice changed. Like really I ate some crackles. <laughs> <laughs> Are they testosterone crackers? Yells. Oh, I've been eating those. <laughs> I need to stop. You sound like like Louie's daughter on the Louie she- oh, on the show, Louie. Uh, since last week... It's not fail! Um, Jennifer has started beating me up. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> Relentlessly. Once like, are you realized. sure that's last week? It was one calendar week ago. To Today, <laughs> October 28th-ish. How, how is the marriage fight club going? Uh, poorly. I get hit a lot. Because of the <laughs> testosterone crackers. Yeah. I'm really strong in these days. It's great. Mm-hmm. I mean, just last week you said you didn't have an abusive relationship. Oh, That's what started. But I decided to start one. Yeah. It's not abusive. He asks for it. Yeah, he That's does true. Guys. Like, look at him. He's, he's, Jeffrey's asking for it right now. Aww. Show him what's what. I'm a dirty, bad baby. <laughs> oh, that took things into an area I was not prepared for. Tim, that, that, that kind of... That kind of turned me on a little bit. Oh, oh. Well, if that's a thing you like, I've got some fan fiction you should read. Tim, talk baby to me. I made poopy in my diaper. Oh, baby. (laughs) Uh. I hate everything about everything that's happening right now, and I'm... I'm lost in the mall. (laughs) Oh, no. What the hell is going on? This is our weekly podcast about the Game of Thrones, apparently. Not Did about. you do that dumb bit you do where I wasn't here so you talked to me? You did, but I talked yeah, to you. Yeah, we did. I spoke for you. <laughs> cool. Um, it, it, there's a Game of Thrones, or excuse me, Cast of Thrones drinking game. But let's be honest, we're pretty much Game of Thrones, right? Um, every <laughs> time Thrifty thing. talks to someone who's not at their microphone, you have to drink. <laughs> and every time we make the joke that it's been a week, you have to kill yourself. <laughs> <laughs> we have no listeners left. <laughs> We are talking into the void. It happens. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Hey, who wants to talk about Catelyn? I know I do. Catelyn, chapter two. Do you get she she got some little, little creepy Lisa thing going on there, this chapter, in her dream. Oh, yeah. Well, she's just back in, going back in time. She wasn't breastfeeding Rickon in her dream as a four-year-old. She was breastfeeding baby Rickon. Oh, so okay. she's a dream time traveler. She is. You can do that in your dreams. That's true. It's all right. Dreams are magical. Um, the thing is, this week she's on a trip. She's going to go see Renly because her fifteen-year-old son is like, "Mom, you have to do this," and it sucks because he's the king and she has to listen to him. Uh-huh. Yeah, but it's a good idea. It is a good idea. She someone needs to go talk to Renly. She j- she wants to stay with her father because he's dying. Yeah, which is really annoying because what a he doesn't care. He he doesn't even know who she is. Oh. He, is, uh, he does not know what's going on. He's in a lot of pain, actually, and it yeah. seems to be mostly knocked out on pain medicines. Milk of the poppy. Milk of the, the poppy. Or he's in, poppy. like, either he's, like, totally out of it or he's in a lot of pain. So. Milk of the oxycodone. Yeah. He's definitely on that. <laughs> but Catelyn is on her way to see Renly's camp with, like, a few lords and some Winterfell dudes. And I think she's the only lady that's on this trip. Yeah. Um, I believe that is correct. She's like, I hate this trip. <laughs> Things are dangerous, y'all. You know, there's war going on um, everywhere. I mean, luckily, once they get past, uh, like, some Mm -hmm. area, like, when they get more in the souther area... Then it's a little better. It's a little better. This is the area that's untouched by war, and as we... The Riverlands are, like, totally fucked right now. That's where Arya is. And she gets past the Riverlands in more south, and it's a little better. Her her numbers on this trip are, are very specific. She... 
she has enough numbers to be, you know, so people don't fuck with her, but not enough to be like, hey, Renly, we're coming to attack you. Exactly. Not so many to be, like, intimidating or, or dangerous. Mm-hmm. But with how many people they describe him to have, <clears throat> you'd need tens of thousands to oh, be God. dangerous. Renly has so many people. Like, I don't yeah. think anyone in the book so far has, like, people know that he has a pretty good-sized army, but I don't think anyone was prepared for the actual size of his like, army. Like, when they, when they describe his host... It, it seemed less of me than an army. It's more like Woodstock. Or yeah, Burning exactly. Man. <laughs> Did you guys see that um, Gangnam Style video where he sings in front of 80,000 people? <laughs> this is the same idea. This is the same yeah. thing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so yeah, if you're looking for like how many people are there, just watch that Gangnam Style video. That's how many? Mm-hmm. That's a lot of fucking people. Also, like, how do the people in the back even hear? Oh, well, every, everyone's yeah, singing, so... Well, yeah, that's cares. True. Yeah, that's true. And he has yeah, that a, one song for four minutes, and then he does his other songs that nobody cares about. It's like, uh, boo, next. Go back to Gugum <laughs> Cell, do that again. one again. Do a parody of it. Um, but on her way down, she does eventually meet up with some outriders for Renly's folks, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, they, they kind of have to, like, scout out the area around and mm-hmm. see if anyone's moving around them, so they, they see her, and it's like, oh, oh, an outrider comes out. From Renly's camp, like, oh hey, what's up? I'm from Renly's camp. Who are you? Oh, you're Catelyn Stark. Okay, that's legit. We'll bring you in. Um, and Cat, there's a the little awkwardness where Catelyn's like, oh, I'm the envoy of Rob Stark, the King of the North. And they're like, well, <laughs> I don't know about that. I think Renly's the King of Everywhere. And Catelyn's like, oh, whatever you say, man. But Rob's totally the King. And so they have some chuckles over. Who knows who the King is? Uh, mm-hmm. And they escort her. To Raylan's camp, and this is when Catelyn gets a glimpse of just how fucking gigantic it is. It is huge. So many people. Yeah, fires everywhere. It's pretty horrific. Um, and they they are walking through the camp, and they're like, "What's that sound? It sounds like yelling and cheering." And they come up on a gigantic melee. Renly is just having a party. In the yeah, they're, they're having camp. an attorney. Yeah, just cause. And to me, like to my brain, I'm like, why are you wasting like armor and like? And possibly injuring dudes that you could use by fighting melee, but I guess really does not care. Yeah, it's well, what? fifty thousand, you lose one or two. Exactly. Here. Well, there were like one hundred fifteen people in the melee. The thing is, like, what do you do with eighty thousand people? You need something for them to keep them entertained. Yes, and she talks about how there was like a thousand people watching this melee. Um, so she comes up towards the end of it, I guess, because it says in it, I believe there were one hundred fifteen that started out in the melee. At this point, there's like four or five people. Um, I, they say it's up. been going on for, like, a couple of days. Yeah. Has it been, like, just non-stop, stop, like, turny action? I, yes, I don't know. For two days? Apparently. I don't know the exact that rules seems... of the melee, but at this point, she sees um, one dude with a red beard, and some other guy, and, and a big dude with blue armor, and then Sir Loras Tyrell, because he has a rainbow cloak on, so she mm-hmm. knows who he is. Mm-hmm. Um, and he has a mohawk of roses on his hat. Does he say a mohawk? Well, she implies it. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> anyway, she totally it, does. And it comes down to the dude in the blue armor and Loras Tyrell and the blue armor guy. They ended up like falling off of their horses because they're like fighting by hand. Because, oh, what was it? Not a not a morning star. Oh, a mace. That's what a mace is what the blue. No, she had a morning star. It was a morning star? Yeah. Okay. The old ball and chain, as I say. Yeah, man. <laughs> He this this mystery knight in the blue has a, a morning star, but I think it, it gets taken away. Yeah, and Loras has a halberd, or what have you, and they're, they're fighting. Wait, what is a hal? I feel dumb. What is a halberd? A halberd? They describe it as an axe. axe. Okay, all right, I know what that is. That makes. Sense. Haven't you ever played Dynasty Warriors? I have what not. a nub! I'm sorry. The thing is, like in the show, aren't they always just fighting with swords and like that's it? Hmm. I mean, how much can you really blunt a morning star? That's my question. That is my uh, my question also. I mean, some of them have spikes st- on them, but... You're still getting hit in the head with a heavy ball. Yeah, exactly. Like, right. Crush my skull. Oh, that's what happened to uh, Spear and Duncan Egg or whatever yeah, his name was. Yeah, because he got hit by a morning star. Yeah. Anyway, at the end, it's just a dude, the, the person in the blue, the mystery knight in the blue... And Loras Tyrell, and they're like grappling around on the ground, hugging, hug, just hugging it out. No, I thought they like they charge at each other, and yeah. then, um, then the Blue Knight lands on top of Loras. Yeah, so that's what I mean. Like they fall off their horses, and they're like on the ground. But like I he hit first. I thought the Blue Knight 
who we don't know who it is, got disarmed, and then Loris swung his axe, and the Blue Knight, not using pronouns, caught it, and then um, and then like grappled with him, and they fell down and they yeah. got together. Because they say she was the last one to be unhorsed because she hit the ground last. She? She? Mm-hmm. Person? Something like that. Miss I mean, and by she, I mean totally a dude. Okay, yes. So the man um, hugs Sir Loras, and then they they do a different type of writing on the ground. Oh, no, they did not do that. And then uh, someone takes out, one takes out one Dirk and then puts it in his face. It's like... Suck my dirt. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um, they touch dirt. And, and so Sir Loris yields, and we find out that the mystery knight was actually a lady. It's a lady. It's Brienne of Tarth. Y'all, Guys. so when I was making my XCON team, I named her, I was like, okay, I'll make a Brienne. And then I was like, she always goes by of Tarth. But mm-hmm. her last name is Tarth, right? Of House Tarth. So she's like Brienne Tarth. Right? No. Her no. last know. name is I'll find it out. I went with um I had a, a, a Duncan of um Small of it Flea is. Bottom it whose is. nickname was The Tall. Oh. Okay. Her last name is just Tarth. Yeah. She is Brienne Tarth. Really? Because yep. her father well, she is Lord her, Selwyn Tarth exactly. of Unifall. Oh, so she's not from Tarth? She is. Well, she is from Tarth. The, the place is called Tarth, but also her last name is Tarth. So it's like okay. if Catelyn uh, lived in uh, Stark. It's like if I lived in Bristow, Virginia. Yeah, but you do live in right. Bristow, Virginia. Because that's the law. Mm-hmm. But it is confusing that she's always of when she should yeah, just I don't be know. like... You know, I'm and Tim of Lanning, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I like that. <gasps> Will that help my brand if I throw an oven? Yeah, you should definitely So Brienne is really into her brand. So she's like, hey, she's I'm really repping the Tarth team here. Let's do that. The land of sapphires. Mm-hmm. She loves it. Sapphires. Um, so- uh, can we mention that Kat is just taken back? She's like, like a oh, woman. She says she's horrified by She shits yeah. a brick. <laughs> I don't Guys, like Catelyn. Last, last week you asked who I thought um, uh, Cersei would be sleeping with uh-huh. as a woman. Oh. Seven full days ago. Yes. Mm-hmm. This is it? You think it's Brienne? Brienne Tarth? Of Tarth? I see them being in prison together somewhere. Okay. And it turns into like one of those prison porns. Are you saying like this is like prison rape? Wrong. No. Or are you saying it's consensual? Oh. Yeah, totally. I can't hear you. Consensual? I can't hear you. <laughs> or not consensual? Oh. Totally consensual. Okay. That's close. That's close. Like they're both in prison together and they find love the only way oh. they can. Oh, I like that. Well, Wait, what do you mean? That could I happen, but uh, <laughs> Brienne is eyeing uh, uh, Renly pretty hard. She is. Um, oh, that's okay, I want to go back for a second and talk about Catelyn's. Re- I think Catelyn's reaction I was really surprised about because, like, I don't know. I always think of Catelyn being like pretty, like even-handed. She's like being like crazy, like prejudiced, like. Oh my god, a woman in armor! And I'm like, your da- youngest daughter would love to be in armor. Yeah, but and she loves is, swords. I don't think that she expected the person to beat, yeah. you know, Sir Loras Tyrell to be a check. I guess that makes sense. And then right. she also like, makes this kind of shitty comment about how like there's nothing more sad than an ugly woman. I'm like, Catelyn, Catelyn. <laughs> she's obviously doing pretty okay because she just won a fucking giant tourney. Like, right. Yeah, but at the end of the day, she's still ugly. Yeah, but who gives a shit? Well, she see, when, when, fight when, right, Renly, okay, in, when Renly dies, she's still ugly. I yeah. Right. And the thing she is, she still murder everyone with her morning star if she has it. It is not taken. In these, and like, she will still be ugly. In no. these real times that happened a long time ago, <laughs> like obviously, like her, you know, not being attractive has made her life way harder. Well, they make fun of her and by calling her beautiful and old shitface. The beauty. <laughs> no, they call her old shitface, but they do call her beauty. And the, she, the thing is, she is way hotter in the show. Yes. Oh yeah. Well, the, the the actress who plays her is like an attractive lady, but she is very tall. Though. Guys, you know it's it's Hollywood. You know they don't cast Asian people in lead roles. They do hate doing and that, and they only have pretty hot bitches. You know what I'm saying? Guys? <laughs> it's not even Hollywood. It's like in England. <laughs> no. Oh, oh, you mean you mean uh, Hollywood UK? 
I mean, like, yeah, Hollywood, UK. Hollywood, Iceland. Yeah. They're there, too. Hollywood, uh, Madagascar. Um, anyway, Callan's, like, really not prepared for uh, a lady to win this melee, but Brienne did anyway. Well, very proud of her. And Renly's all like, oh, good show. Here I am with my wife. Look at me. And then he winks. Who I love so Uh much. Kisses on the cheek. My wife is 15. My wife. (laughs) You can just talk about her being, like, 15 years old. But Renly's like, okay. But how old is Renly? Renly's 21. 21. So it's not, like, crazy creepy. It's not terrible. Yeah. Um, That's pretty bad. Half plus seven. Compared to some of the other shit. Yeah, compared to the other shit. But a 15-year-old and a 21-year-old is vile. Half plus seven. Like, she's too young. That it's means true. that a college age, like a later college age person, is dating like a sophomore in high school, which hey, is pretty creepy. That's all right. Oh, but that's again, totally no. not as creepy as a man marrying his daughter, banging him, then banging exactly. his daughter's daughters. Exactly. And the realm of <coughs> Westeros is is not so bad. But Renly's like, "Hey, Brienne, if it is in my power, I will grant you a wish. And what do you want?" And Brienne's like, "All I want." And she's like, "I want to fly like a bird." And he's, <laughs> and he's like, like, "Well, I cannot no. do that." <laughs> I, I want to be king like you are king. No, can't do that either. You can't. <laughs> but sh- I want you to solve this Rubik's Cube. Been stuck four days. <laughs> and he's like, done. Uh, can't she's do that either. But then she's finally All right, like, I'll just take a stupid cloak. Yeah. So, do we think it's funny that the gay character has a rainbow guard? Is that funny? What What do we do I with know. that? I, I just want to know if like, George R. R. Martin did that on purpose. I don't think so. Because it's... Question. Like, it, it reminds me of um, Lord of the Rings, where Gandalf comes back, no, I'm no longer Gandalf Grey, I'm Gandalf the Multicolored. Yeah, I think that's the concept, is that... Gandalf the Gay! I th- Well, Gandalf is gay. Uh, so that was a terrible example. But a good example at the same time. Wait, Gandalf, Gandalf, or you Gandalf, yes, Gandalf. Is gay? Him and Radagast fucking talking okay, to birds. Here's, here's my question that isn't stupid. I thought there was at some point a thing about the Rainbow Guard and that they didn't have rainbow stripe cloaks. They just had different color. Each one had a different like color. Power rainbow. Rangers. I think that's yeah. true, but I guess <laughs> But in, in, in this chapter they talk about it being uh rainbow striped. Yeah. Is it supposed to be like a full on rainbow on their back or I think so. I thought it was yeah. I Nick, I thought that you what you said was correct too. Maybe Loris is just like, well, I'm just going to have a rainbow because. Well, and I mean, rainbows are super important, and they're talking about this in the chat room. But you know, rainbows are super super important uh, with the seven. That's true. Like it is every, like a holy like thing the, for them. The you know priests all have like um, cr- uh, crystals with yeah. prisms, and there's always you know rainbowy stuff. Yeah, so. I think rainbow meant. There's also the rainbow here. connection. Yes, mm, yes we must not forget the rainbow connection. Never, ever. And Mr. Martin is extremely good at not being anachronistic in this. I don't think there's really anything he messes up that the community has jumped on really hard. Wait, well, also as a fantasy role, so he can't be anachronistic. No, no this actually happened. Um, I, I was also thinking about you. Oh, no! But I, I, I was cured and you got, yeah. you, you caught it. Um, Nick my, and I are very, very sick with it. But in so. case you guys mm-hmm. have forgotten, the, the goof is that I goof? think that, yeah, I'm going to steal that uh, from my brother, my brother, and me. I don't know. That's a thing people say. Um, I, the joke is that I think Game of Thrones actually happened. Mm-hmm. I definitely it think did. it actually happened. Tell us, explain more of our jokes. I think that's Let really me tell what you our, jo- our. I'm just reminding us people know what the fuck we're talking about. Our that's fans all. are just Gotta frothing. Keep up. This is from like weeks ago. Weeks. Now I don't get that joke. Now are you saying it's literally weeks ago or just an hour? Ago? No, I'm I'm literally saying weeks ago. If I have a nosebleed, it's because I no longer understand how time you works. You have been jumping through time a lot, and you will get a nosebleed die, just like in Lost. Oh, bulbs. We gotta go back. Let's all um, go through uh, person by person and say who our constant is. Okay. No. What, what does that mean? On three. One. Whoa. Two, what's a constant? Three. Desmond. Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> I couldn't think of anything funny to say, so I didn't, I didn't say anything. I'm, I'm going to go with myself. <laughs> I'm my own constant. <laughs> Guys, but we do have to go back to actually talk about Game We have to go back. To talk about Game of Thrones. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and not lost at all. Man, that final season, guys. Stop. Um, it was two weeks in a row. I was talking about lost. <laughs> Wait, do you mean literally two weeks in a row? Or do you... Shut up! <laughs> um, so after Renly is like totally Brienne... Tarth of Tarth, I will let you be a part of my Rainbow Guard. And Catelyn finally gets up to actually talk to him. And Catelyn's all like, oh, he has a pretty little tiny wife. Hi, girl. 
And Brinley's <laughs> all jolly and stuff because he's the king and he yeah. has a tournament and like a million people around him. Right. Apparently, he looks exactly like Robert did when he was yeah. younger. Yeah. Yeah. It's and like he's like he's it. got a big nice smile. He's jovial. Everyone loves him. And like it's it's really easy to see how he amassed this host. Right. Yeah. That's the thing, I don't know, some people, I think even in the book, people mention, like, oh, Renly is, like, a penny, like, he's shiny, but useless, and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, does a king really actually need to be, like, that good at anything? Because doesn't he have, like, people who will, like, advise him for war? So, like, as long yeah. as he's, like, a good figure, then it kind of doesn't It's matter. a popularity contest. It is, and people love him. Yeah, and at this point, we don't really have any reason to suspect that he would be a bad king, kind of like Robert was. And, and like... Everything we see of him in this chapter, like, he does a really good job, like, talking to, like, everyone. Like, he talks to the serving wenches and, like, makes jokes with the soldiers. And he's just, like, really personable and, like, right. inspires a lot of loyalty in people. And I think that's a pretty important part of being king. Because, again, like, you can, like, kind of outsource your, your you know, strategic, like... Uh, the, the hand does everything. Do we know who his hand is? No, I don't, I don't think, think so. so. Hmm. Yeah, I have no idea. I'm sure he's I don't got know. counselors, he, but I don't. He, I mean, he probably has advisors, but I, I don't. I guess he hasn't appointed. One I bet if least. he did, it would probably be Mace Tyrell, but I'm not sure yet. Actually, hmm. Mace Tyrell. Never mind. Um, yeah, I love you. I love you too. Thank you. Oh. Um, so anyway, they cat goes up to Renly and they have a chat and he's like I'll talk to you later basically yeah. right like go sleep go yeah go my, hang out in my own tent my which giant is really tent. badass cuz I'm sleeping in a castle and come to the feast later well she's come all this way she surely yeah. needs a rest and she does and she talks about it. she's like oh, I just need to like go wash my hair guys <laughs> i think she even she implies that she has sand I think she does talk about having sand on in her, her hair. person. Although yeah. apparently in, da- in Daenerys' chapter, she talks about how she washes her hair with sand. She like scrubs herself with sand. Yeah, so that's kind of weird. How's that kind of weird? How? It's a good abrasive. That's yeah. what hippos do. I guess there's like you can get there's like sand mites and shit. You don't want to do that. No, you, where would you uh, even get sand in Westeros? That's a good point. Um, Nowhere. Well, they, I assume that you could order some when you're ordering your ice. You can exactly. get the local hardware store. You can get like a couple bags for your sandbox for like ten bucks. Seriously. Um. So the the tent that um Catelyn goes to is basically the tent from Harry Potter. That's exactly what I was just thinking. <laughs> That's exactly what that really. Bad it's like tent. it looks like a three point tent, and like I don't know if that's a real thing. And there's just like there's like birds in there, like. <laughs> Beds, Super some magic. like furniture, weapons, a live tiger. Um, is Mike Tyson's little, tiger? Yeah, it's just it's insane. She loves Full, it. She, yeah, she's, not, it, she's like no wonder they haven't moved uh, that often. <laughs> she's very snarky. Yeah, and she is preparing herself to look beautiful. Because she's going to have to do some, you know, hardcore political business. And she's got to look right. Yes. She's got to get her sexy on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing I sometimes forget is uh, Catelyn in the book is supposed to be about 35-ish, let's say. and uh, Or maybe 30. And she's pretty, and pretty hot. You yeah, know? She's, it talks about how she's very pretty in, in the book. Not that the actress is not, but the actress is older. Because mm-hmm. everyone's aged up in the show. So I, I think we kind of miss, because in the book she's definitely, I think about 35. So yeah, because she said she was she, a girl when the war started. Yeah. And the war was basically like 15 years ago. And that would put her at being like 20 when she had Rob, which makes sense. That seems accurate to me. So... 35 is, like, not... Not in this world. <laughs> yeah, I think she was probably, like, 15 or 16 when she had Rob. No, I'm pretty sure she yeah. talks about her so, being 20 in the book. Jamie, Jamie anyway. and Cersei were having sex before she married Robert, right? Yes. Yeah. Like, how did she not get that. pregnant? Hey, there's ways to deal with that. They talk about it. Oh, mm-hmm. you, you think that... You think she... She probably did get pregnant before, you think? Oh, yeah. well, no, but there's, like, moon tea that you take. Like, it's basically a morning after pill. Mm. But a tea. It's not, like, it's not an abortion drink. You take it to prevent yourself from being pregnant. I'm just not saying, she pro- she probably had a lot of moon tea. She probably uh, did take a lot of moon tea. <laughs> she loves moon tea almost as much as she loves wine. Guys, I think the ancient forms, or ancient slash, like, medieval forms of contraceptive are really, really interesting. People mm-hmm. used to, ladies used to put half of a lemon 
up in their vajayjay like um, a diaphragm, and the, the acid from the lemon would also be like a spermicide. Would that hurt? It would and, ki- and on the kill your vagina. Like burn. I'm sure it would not be super comfortable, but you know what else is not comfortable? Sin. Birthing a baby. Oh. Yeah, but then you get the gift of not having menstruation for nine months. That's true. Until you poop a baby it's- out. That's like that's it's not like really poop. Good- Babies do not come out of butts. It doesn't, but you actually you do press down as if you were pooping to get it ripped. Guys, as the only one, you know, you know, Nick, it actually is longer than nine months. It is. is it? You, don't, 10, you don't get right? it back right away. <laughs> Usually, while you're breastfeeding. Oh, you know, every, oh man, that's like a that's like an extra gift from God for you. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, it, it. You know, you. Not it's not like full breastfeeding. Time. But also, you're leaking milk from your boobs, so hot. Right. Yeah, oh, that yeah. sounds like win-win to me. That sounds like a great meal. Ew. Ew. Right, guys? Oh, God. Oh, baby Tim oh, This is your sick. worst character ever. My vagina just dried I up. I like this so much. <laughs> dried right up. Oh, what's that? I think I think her vagina just moved out. It's gone. Bye. I no longer have a vagina anymore. <laughs> Bye. Uh, um... <laughs> Now I'm distracted again. All right. Well, thanks for tuning into Cat. <laughs> no, nah, that's it. Um, Bye. I guess. Um, oh, anyway, Catelyn goes to the feast. That's that's basically what is next. Right. Guys, back to back feast chapters. Yeah. It, what did we do to deserve? It this? is terrible because I was reading both of them when I was hungry at different points today, and I'm like, this is really mean. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I read this when I was hungover in bed because of a drinking problem, and. <laughs> They were like talking about all the beautiful things they're eating. I'm like, man, I want capons. I don't know what those are. I, I, think, I think they're it's onions. A bird. No, I think it's a bird. Oh, okay, that is works. It? <laughs> I think it's I, a- I'm gonna look. For, is it a bird? A capon is a bird. But they're it's also like a chicken. But they're 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 onions. They're <laughs> that looks no. that looks that looks good. I I gotta admit, it's a bird. Too. You're thinking like of um of something else. Klaxons. You're, You're right. thinking of what peas. are those little what are those little salty things? Capers. 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 Guys, man, my face is red. I went to the meat market, and I was like, give me some now, capers. And he... A capon with capers would actually be delicious. Be great. Now, okay, they talk about peas, spelled P-E-A-S-E. Is that just, like, peas? That's Without how the they... E? That's, that's peace in Old English. Peace. Peas porridge. Peas porridge. Like, sometimes key, you, right? you need to say, can you peas pass the salt? Peas pass the salt. If you're not below the salt. I was trying to read up on, like, medieval, like, feast etiquette before this, but I didn't have enough time to, like, really read about it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but apparently they really did like to eat with their hands, and they weren't nearly as dirty as we think they are, because they had, like, little bowls of water to, like, wash their hands off. Hmm. Well, even uh, medieval times, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, it's that. That show. It's exactly that. 100%. Ooh. So, Renly promises uh, to bring justice to... Uh, to Catelyn for, for Ned's For great death. justice, take off every zig. Come again? What? Really? Mm. Huh? For great justice, take off every zig. I don't know what that means. No oh idea. my god, you not, guys, I'm so ashamed of all of you. Not too sure what you're saying. All right? of I'm you lost. What is happening? your head in shame right now. Mm. sound like Okay. okay. I'm doing not, it. I'm not going to do that. I mean, I'm pretty ashamed. Do you want to explain? I'm always ashamed. Oh, I'm always pretty sad. But, you know, this is the darkness. I guess we'll move on. All right, cool. Let's just, uh... If you want to go... If anyone knows what Mike Dow's talking about, uh, please write in. We're at 22 <laughs> minutes in, so that's a good... All right. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just so ashamed of you. Now. I, don't, I don't even want to... No. Well, no, but you're not even giving us a chance to fix our mistake. No, you don't deserve it. Do you guys know that the only thing I'm good at is clapping? You're really good at clapping. Tim, you're really good at being totally hot when you're mm. doing the baby voice. I, no! I can clap. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Was that you can clap or you can crap? I can clap. <laughs> guys, I hate this. Let's not do this anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Never do this joke again. Ever. Um, Just the worst. So Kat goes to the feast. So it's real Catelyn, awesome. It's full really doesn't want justice um, she for wants her zinc. husband's death. She wants her babies back. Yeah. She does. It, and she keeps, like... Catelyn's really sad right now, you guys, which makes complete sense. She's not really had time to just, like, chill and be sad and mourn because she's not... I mean, because she's with Rob and trying to help him. 
And she talks about how she's like, I wish I could just be like not strong for one day, but I don't have time to do she that. She needs to turn yeah. her heart to stone and really get like focused on yeah. nothing well, bad. She's happens. like, I just want to be stupid and, you know, not care. And you know what? She takes that, you know, thought way too seriously for a long time. Yeah. So, so, so she's sitting up at this feast with, I forget who she's sitting right. Brienne is close to her, and I forget the other guy that's sitting right beside her. And she's just like looking at everybody, like acting a fool and like mm-hmm. goofing off. And she's just like, yeah. One kids. dude gives a speech with his shoe in the the gravy, which is gross. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's unsanitary. But you think it's bad that's... to have sand in your boot? Gravy is so much worse, oh, but a lot more delicious. But she's like that. Like, that speech would have been a lot more effective if his foot wasn't in the gravy boat. Mm-hmm. But she's just looking at all these young people around her, like God, you don't know anything at all. Like mm-hmm. these summer nights. Yeah, and the dude beside her is like, "Well, you know, like let them be young. Like it's their thing." She's like, "Well, winter's coming." She's Sadly, war will age them. She's a Stark ass Stark. She is. She has become a Stark. She is not a Riverlander anymore. She's not soft. Southlander person, she Southron, as they say, mm-hmm. Southron person. Did it, you think that means no? Like Southron is one guy. It's Ron. Ron Southron, yeah. Ron from the South. He has a really southern accent. Captain Ron, Ron, the movie. Uh, oh god! Yeah. <laughs> Why did you remind me of that movie? Best movie ever. Um. And then eventually they they pull a brand and decide to leave the feast early. Well, mm-hmm. Renly's like, go have a walk with me, Cat, because I need some air. But mm-hmm. really, he's like, I need, I, I have to show Catelyn something, and that's how many people I have. He's in like, case you forgot, look at my army; it's pretty great. It's really it? gigantic. Yeah, this is where they discuss, like, oh, you know, you can't really be a king because you have an older brother, and he's like, well, Robert didn't have a claim to the throne, and he's yeah. like, he's like, it doesn't matter; whoever has the most men yeah. can be king, and yeah. he's like, and look at all these men. There's also, lots Stannis of um <laughs> Stannis sucks. And remember, only maesters care about like lineage and stuff like that. That's boring. It's really true though. I don't the people obviously the people don't care because look how many people are with Renly and how few people are with Stannis. They do not care about the line of secession. They want a king that they like. And they like Renly. Yeah. But then again, Ooh, a lot of people are. like Rob Stark too. So but the thing is, is that you know what? If Renly becomes king, one day he's gonna have to make an unpopular decision. Sooner, probably rather than later. Yep. And then people will turn on him because that's how they are. Kind of like our country. You know, we're in real trouble right now, but I don't want to get into it. I don't know what's going on with our king. Stop making that joke. (laughs) Jesus. I wish we had a Renly. Um, But there is a moment where, where, like, Renly's like, well, I can let Rob call himself king, but he's going to still have to, like, pay fealty to me. And Kevin's like, no, that's not what we want. We want to be our own country, and so... That's not really working out for them. Yeah. Basically, all of this to say, Renly's like, nope, I'm not going to let Rob just do his own thing and have yeah. a lot of people. And then Renly is really about to drop some hard knowledge on Catelyn. But fortunately, Storm's End is being attacked. Yeah. And that's By Stannis. By Stannis. By Stannis. Baratheon, his older brother, who's a dick. Who's a dick, but also a good military dude. He's very military. So. They should team up. Yeah, they should be bros. Yeah. If Rob Stark, Stannis, and Renly joined forces, they could like just erase any like hint of Lannister. And they wouldn't even have planet. to fight; they would just give up. But they don't yeah. hate the Lannisters enough to give up their claims to the throne. Oh, it's so you know selfish and childish of them. Yeah. Like they could you seriously fix everything if they would just honestly, if Renly would you know respect Stannis's right to be. You know, king. Yeah, and then killed and then, him. <laughs> yeah, just if Renly him. killed Stannis, he would probably win the war. Just that's true. Think about what Westeros would be like with Stannis as king. It does seem kind of terrible because oh. he would probably try to outlaw all the brothels. Oh, I don't. I mean, that sounds like what we're going through right now. Just take away all. Oh my, my god! Freedoms, stop you know? it! I can't deal with your <laughs> jokes. It's terrible. Um, another thing that got brought up before this, which is interesting, was. Uh, was Renly was talking to Catelyn and was like, hey, you burst in the bowl. Oh, yeah. He's, he's with this. you guys? Yeah, what's up with that? Where's- Where'd he go? And Catelyn's like, not with us. I thought he was uh, with uh, the Lannisters up in uh, King's Landing. And you know, I they serve for life and all that. And I do love the fact that uh, show watchers are getting a new little insight of, like, Bearston still on the scene. 
uh, uh, he lives inside Renly's heart. And <laughs> so he'll never be gone. He's there. Yeah. Until Renly's heart gets stabbed. Oh. They did, Is that a spoiler? They did mention Ooh. that they heard that he was going to who he believed was the true king. Yes, he did right. say that. Right. So he's kind of like, so if it's not me, I guess maybe hey, you Rob. guys. So, and then oh. it's not him. If it's not, if it's not Rob, and it's not Renly. It's Stannis. So maybe? stay tuned to next week. We'll see. But Bears in the Bold is is missing. He's missing in action. Yeah. What if he turns up with Gendry? <gasps> he probably will. He probably will. Perhaps. He has to know. He's Barristan. And that would be a bold move. He is mm. very bold. Mm. And he likes a little he likes alliteration. He loves it. So <laughs> I don't know. Gendry I don't see where the alliteration is. Mike Dow knows nothing. Because he's yeah. a bastard. bastard. He hasn't read ahead. So, do you know who else knows nothing? Oh, uh, I see what you did though. It's Jon Snow. Jon Snow. Oh, man, remember when? Who's our next chapter? Sorry. Uh, remember when they said uh, you, you know nothing, Jon Snow? And it was the best moment oh on gosh. television. Uh, Guys, yeah. Jon and his bros are having the shittiest. Do you think? Because right are they dating or is that just like a thing? No, that's for real. An RL. An do you RL think? Do you think she she tells that to him? Like, like, while they're doing it? During... Yeah, oh, yeah. I Coitus. bet they, did, they had a little... Like, how can you not? I bet she did the butt wiggle. I bet, like, well, all yeah. that stuff. She types in a typewriter. She butt wiggles. <laughs> they're not married yet. They're not married yet, so they probably haven't, you know, butt wiggled. If, oh, if, you, get my, if you get my meaning. No, no, no. It's okay if they butt wiggle because it's kind of like football. you got to break the plane. So if they're not breaking the plane, you're still good. I see mm. what you're saying. I don't Which is sad because once they do get married, all the butt wiggling is just gonna be gone. Oh man, right? thrifty tell right, me about Mary, it. Guys? Oh man, up top. High five. Marriage is the worst, and I want to die. Happy anniversary. <laughs> it was six days. Ago. You were so close to the year. Oh. That's when Jennifer started beating me up. I was on our anniversary. I didn't do that. So yeah, for our anniversary, got you Fight Club. So yeah. so Tim. Are, are you the beneficiary on her life insurance yet? Because we could, you know, probably come out with some kind of arrangement. You know what? That's a great question. I don't have life insurance yet. What? I don't. All right, Mike. You have life insurance and I'm your beneficiary. Cancel those poison darts I bought from you. <laughs> you fucked up. <laughs> hey, guys, how was how romantic was your anniversary last week? Oh, my oh God. it was so great. But like I said, this is the time when Jennifer started beating me up with her fists. But you know what I'm saying? At least she touched me. All right, guys? Aww. Being married. Oh, man. It's loveless and cold. <laughs> guys. We have uh. a real problem with this country, is what I'm saying. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't. So, uh, so what's Jon Snow doing? Guys, you talked over my, my joke that I made oh. for Jon Snow. Say it. Johnson's having the shittiest camping trip ever. Oh, uh, Thrifty will fix it in post. No. Just kidding. Oh. Anyway, they are. I always want to, I always hope that the show gets, like, tightened up in editing, and I have a feeling it doesn't. <laughs> nope. Uh, it's just yeah. all, it's hanging out there. I've started, so I took, like, a year and a half break between, of not listening, and I started listening again, and I'm really caught off guard by some of the things that sneak past. <laughs> <laughs> like 50, here's a little out? hint. If I say something stupid, oh, I edit okay. it out. <laughs> so our podcast is like 15 minutes a week now? Everything else stays in. Wait, what? Yeah, that, it's, we, we apologize. Our, our brand is really getting all mucked up. Mm. Kind of like our economy. <sighs> um, oh so they're God. on their way to uh, continue to find wildlings. Except for they have not found any. It's been raining for six days, and it sucks real bad. Not only is it the shittiest game, oh, excuse me, shittiest camping trip, it's the shittiest game of hide-and-seek. They're doing poorly. They were not winning at all. But on the sixth day, they do find out that, yay, Craster is home. Oh, thank goodness. They're so excited. They're going to get to finally sleep under a roof and get some warm food. Yeah, and you know, Craster's Keep, beef. you imagine the word keep? It's like, you know, tower. Yeah, like maybe uh, like walls. a wooden holdfast of some sort. Mm-hmm. No, he lives in a shit palace. <laughs> it's just <laughs> a dirt a dirt mound with a, a hole in it. A hovel. He lives in the middle of a hill. Mm-hmm. They describe it as a midden heap. Yeah, it's bad. I don't know what that actually is. A so mid like, heap is where you pile your shit after you've shit. 
Yeah, is it like okay. aren't middens like little flies? Were they? Are those onions? <laughs> no. <laughs> But it, it really does suck, and it is not very big. Like, it is stinky. It's stinky. Um, it's damp. Dolores Ed makes a joke about how the, the smallish hill is just completely crasher shit. Mm-hmm. Um, it sucks. There's a sheep hold with no sheep. Zero shepherd. No sheps in it. Um, is there's this this hall that, that Crasher lives in. There's like a big hole for the fire in the middle of it, and there's like a loft where. Craster and his 19 uh, daughter wives sleep. So Craster is this badass dude, right? Oh. So he, is that what we call him? He knows what he wants and he gets it. And he, he wants daughters. He's living the dream. He's living the dream. Oh, man. Craster is a creepy motherfucker. Free. And I feel like in this reading this chapter over again, I have to rescind my anger over his casting. I always imagined him being a Walder Frey type, but in the book they describe him as being like pretty powerful looking guy. I'm like, alright. Right. Maybe the casting was crazy. I just wanted like a bushy hair and beard. Yeah, I wanted to be creepy looking. Besides that. I don't think he is well he does have brown teeth. He has so bushy. that was inaccurate. He, I think he has a bush situation. Do you know what I would love to see? Um the guy that was uh Mr. Weasley Cast as a villain somewhere in Game of Thrones. That would be amazing. He could be a Wyman Manderley, who's not a, a villain. Wyman Manderley is like three of Mr. Oh, Williams. sorry, Weasley. I was thinking Dursley. Oh. No. Yeah, because it's kind of like, uh, have you ever seen the movie Insomnia? No. Uh, Robin Williams plays a serial killer, and it just blows your mind. And you're like, I don't understand. Yeah, I can see that. And he does he he does it very well, and I think that he's a good enough actor where he could play a villain, and it would just freak you the fuck out. Because he's like, your face is so nice, but you're bad. Robin Williams or Weasley? Weasley. Weasley. Okay. Uh, that makes sense. I don't know who he would be. Maybe a wildling of some sort. Mansraider. He, he is Mansraider. He definitely is Mansraider. Mansraider. Yeah. Um. So anyway, they Commander Mormont. Goes in to have a meeting with Craster because they need to find information and be like, why are there no other wildlings around? Craster has one chair and he's sitting in it. And everyone else has to sit on the bench, even like Commander Mormon. How hard is it to get to make a chair? I think he doesn't want to make It's not that it's hard to make a chair. He wants to be the only person with a chair. He made one chair and he's like, done. This I only me. have one me. Um, no, what I suspect is he's, he's, he got a lot of stuff from Ikea. But he accidentally <laughs> lost the instructions. And he could not put it together because we can all agree stuff he's not is so smart. tough. Um, I mean, if you lose on those Allen wrenches, too, I mean, forget yeah, it. You're yeah, screwed. that's true. So, Morma and Co. are talking to Crasher, trying to get information out of him, and he's like, you know, I know some stuff, but I really would like a new axe and maybe some sweet wine. And they're like, fine. So they, they pay him in axe and wine to to give info. Um, and John, at this point, is dismissed, and Mormon's like, go bring me Sam. I need and make sure everyone knows not to touch... And your Craster's nineteen daughter wives. Yeah, or he'll kill you. Or yeah. chop your hand off. I think I think most of the like dudes who've been in the night watch for a bit like already know that about Craster, but like Craster's super serious about it because <laughs> he's like, I will murder you if you touch my wives. Um, so everyone is kind of settling down for the night outside, and John goes to tell Sam, "Hey, dude, go inside." But what happens is that John walks up on Ghost and a shrieking girl because Ghost is. Uh, murdering rabbits that are yeah. in a trap. He saw something that he wanted, much like Craster. And he got it. And he went for it, yes. And there is a young, pregnant, barefoot girl who's freaking out because there's gigantic wolves. And that's one thing that kind of confused me. It's very cold, and already he's seen a naked little girl and a barefooted oh, yeah. girl. Yeah, there's like Guys, a three-year-old girl who's just like totally naked like outside. Just for whatever reason. How Fourth of the wall. Yeah, yeah, it's chilly. Willy. Well, I mean, it was raining. It's not like it was so cold that it, it was, you know, above freezing. So, really? uh, so you're saying if it's 40 degrees outside, it's cold to have. You're let your so, if it's up. above 40 degrees out, why hasn't the wall melted? Because there's so much. Because it. it's so big. Yeah, and it weeps a little bit. It does like get slightly smaller, but I think when it is winter, it builds back up. Maybe I don't know. I think mostly because it's so huge, and it's also got rock inside of it. And it's like layers and of gravel and ice. Yeah, and as Spooky Rhaegar Targaryen in the chat says, it's magical. So Yeah, also that. Magic. I don't believe it. A wizard did it. A wizard, yay. <laughs> Man, Rhaegar is so spooky in the chat room. <laughs> Why is so spooky? I'm scared. It's Halloween themed. It's Halloween Rhaegar. Ew. I like it. Ghost Rhaegar. Um, 
So, John has this little altercation with a girl who he finds out her name is Gilly. Spoiler. Well, what's her name? I'm not ready yet. She's Prego, and she's like, oh my god, I was going to breed these rabbits. Why did your stupid wolf eat them? We don't have any more Shep anymore. We have no more Shep. We have nothing. Why'd you do that? And John's like, sorry. And Ghost eats a rabbit, and John takes the other one. Yeah. And him and Sam have delicious rabbits. Together. And Sam's like, I don't like blood. Gross. But like, honestly, how hard is it to breed rabbits? Like, you just get two, and then, like, three months later, you have ten million. I'm they not even sure you need it, but I don't think you need That was two. her plan, but then the two got eaten. Yeah, so she got to find another boy and girl rabbit to trap. Again. I'm sure that's not going to be too hard. Yeah. Um, oh, and sorry, a thing that I, I forgot to talk about is that when Mormon and Craster were talking, they're kind of interrogating him a little bit and asking, like, who he's seen, and he's like, have you seen Benjen? And he's like, nope, I haven't seen Benjen. Did see Waymar Royce. So that's interesting. He's a real shit. Because Benjen went out to check to see what was going on with Waymar Royce, and no one has seen Benjen. Yeah. This has been like a while now. Yeah. Like at least a year, would we say? Yeah, because John mentioned something about a year. About this, a year. This chapter, I don't remember um, to what context. Yeah. So there's some... Weirdness going, obviously some weirdness going on beyond the wall. We don't know where Benjamin is. Something killed Raymore Royce. I know where Benjamin is, but I can't tell you. No, you don't. I know you told me, and that's the most crazy bullshit theory I've ever heard. It is. It's crazy. If anyone wants to know it, I guess tweet at us and we'll tell you. Yeah. It's super crazy. It's dumb. So John goes to sleep after sending Samuel inside to ha- make maps. And essentially... John wakes up to a winter wonderland. Oh, it's full. It's just ice crystal wonderfulness outside. Mm-hmm. John's like, all right. It's so beautiful. I'm going to pee in this bush and everything's okay. <laughs> Take my steamy piss, magic land. <laughs> Melts the bush with his pee. It's very powerful. And John's like decently happy until Gilly comes back. And she's all like, oh my God, please take me with you. I have on I'm- Sam's shirt. I have on Sam's cloak for some reason, and John's like, that fucker, I know he sent her here. And Gilly's like, please take me with you, because I'm pretty sure I'm pregnant with a boy, and my dad slash husband leaves out all the boys for the whites. Is that the first time you ever said that sentence? <laughs> I hope so. What? My dad slash husband? Yeah, I hope that's the first time <laughs> I've ever said that. Okay. So oh, man. Um... And John feels really bad because he obviously, like, they can't take her with Yeah, them. They're, they're, they're continuing to go north. What are they going to do? But like, she's like, but on your way back, just come get me. And he's like, no, we can't. And, we and she offers her, like, I'll be your wife. Like, I'll do that. She just wants to get out of there. Yeah. She's like, I will do things. And, and really, she's more concerned over her baby than anything. Over the, the baby in her belly. So, yeah. So, what is Sam's problem telling this girl... That he can come, that she can come with them. I think Sam just like feels so bad, and he's like, "Oh, John's smart. John figure yeah, something John out." It. And John's like, "No, I, no, I can't, Sam. Why did you do that? I'm so mad at you." Yeah, he's he's really did not. He's like disobeying direct orders, and like it's, it's really a dumb thing to do. Yeah, and even John's like, he reads all these books. How can he be this stupid? But John <laughs> also points out that like he knows that he did the right, the technical right thing, but he feels really bad about not helping Gilly. Yeah. Also, like like I mentioned before, but this is when we find out like, oh, Craster is exposing his boy children as a sacrifice to the scary beyond the wall gods, who I guess we're supposed to understand are, are the whites. Yeah, W-I-G-H-T. She, she describes them as, like, white skin, blue eyes. Yeah, they're, they're obviously the same creatures that John encountered that, like, reanimated mm-hmm. and caused him to have a burnt hand. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the same thing. So, Or it's the ones that control them. Or it's the ones that control them. It's, it's something. One of those creatures. So, they... Do you think we'll ever get a chapter from their point of view? Oh, that'd be awesome. No. I would enjoy that. But what about? Do you guys think we'll ever get a chapter from the mermaids' point of view? Probably, probably. Did someone get an email? Uh, We'll definitely get a chapter from the mermaids' point of view because at the end, that'll be the only person alive. If we want to know the end Mm. of the story, then that's the only. Because they're going to melt down the wall, and it's going to flood the entire Westeros. An ocean Mm -hmm. of mermaids. Yeah. 
Anyway, so they pack up to leave Craster's Keep. They only stay there one night because it sucks, and they have to keep moving. And, and Craster says you can't stay longer. Yeah, he, well, he's like... Oh. And checkout is like 10 a.m. Yeah, yeah they're bright. real stickler. Even though Craster drank too much of that yeah. delicious South Ron wine. Yeah, he's like super asleep. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so John confronts Commander Mormon about Craster, and he's like, dude, Craster's like a creepy motherfucker, and he kills his son, so... Why are you talking to him and accepting help from him? And Commander, uh, Commander Roman is basically like, well, like, we, the Night's Watch needs help. So, you know, sorry. <laughs> We're going to keep using him for help. Yeah, right. the, he basically is like, oh, you know, he's, he saved our rangers, like, more than once. Yeah, yeah. and even though he does Including your uncle and yeah, all true. that. It's like, really, we're not on his side, nor is he on our side, but... He saves lives. And yeah. No, we'll take it. I think he saw Brendan. Oh, maybe. Yeah, he totally could be lying about that. Mm-hmm. I think Definitely he did. Possible. Um, at this point, Just, though, Mormont makes a really interesting point about how, because like, I guess um, John is talking to him about, like, what about all these wives? And, like, because he's concerned about now that he's, like, met Gilly and stuff, he's thinking about it. Mormont's like, dude, like, I just gave. Craster giant axe and he's asleep and he has 19 wives and if it were me I would be using that axe to kill them so what did he he said something like he would name it answered prayer exactly <laughs> I mean I'm certain Craster is a creepy scary ass dude so like I'm sure there's like a level of them being like almost like Stockholm syndrome type of thing right and probably I mean I don't know they seem pretty self-sufficient they're like they're like slaughtering a hog like, it's kind of amazing how they have survived so long. I mean, they, they touch on that. It, like, their know. only defense is like a, a mud moat. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how they have, but I don't know. I, that was an, it was an interesting point to me. Like, why don't his wives just kill him? <laughs> yeah. Like, I guess, like... Well, they need him because he is strong. Like, yeah. They, they like, mentioned when... serves a purpose for them, too. One of Mance Raider's writers came to his little, his little keep. That he cut the dude's tongue out and yeah. sent him packing. He is pretty hard. But yeah. we do know at this point that, for Gilly at least, like, it is worth it for her to not have that protection to attempt to get out. Because that's well, important to her. she just doesn't want her baby boy to die. Yeah. And maybe she, it was, like, one of those on like, the other hand, will be fine. Yeah. Technically. But she wants to... I mean, I guess she wants to be taken because the baby's inside of her. But, like, I want... And I guess, like, the second it's born, it gets exposed. So, like, she's got to get out, too. It's not like... Well, she could just cut off away. the wiener, and then he wouldn't know. Yep. Oh, oh, yeah. That's, that's how it works. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that how it that works? That would not cause a crazy infection <laughs> I, at all. Uh, yeah. But uh, she, do, she doesn't really trust her ability to castrate her son. So, she's like, sense. help me. But. Um, but I think the most important point of this chapter, as far as, like, moving the story forward, is that once they gave... Craster, his axe, and his wine, he did give them information. And the information is that Mance Raider is amassing a huge army in the Frostfangs and these mountains up there. Like, he knows, like, they know that it's not that he's, like, building, like, I don't know, making a town or anything like that, because you can't really yeah, stay in the Frostfangs. There's no food. Yeah, there's nothing, there's nothing there. up there. So it's, it's just a meeting point for them probably to just move south. And the Wildlings have not attacked the wall and tried to go past in, like, several generations. Yeah. Not as a whole. Not as, like, a big you know, concerted effort together. So this is kind of a big deal, and it's bad. So That's why they got to go keep on scouting up north to see what's going on. And that, folks, is our book club for the week. Yay. Crazy. I think Stop. this shit's about to hit the fan. We're like, how? what percentage through? Like 35%? I think the butt's yeah. going to start hitting the crotch. <laughs> gross. How's that Gross. You said the butt's going to hit the crotch? Yeah, with some little wiggle. Oh, a butt wiggle. Okay, I, I was like, I don't know happening. Ew, yeah, that is gross. I get your reference. Yeah, get them wiggling butts Ugh. away. Well, I don't like spooning. I don't, well, I only <laughs> if fork. I could even touch my wife ever. <laughs> Which you can't because I'll beat you. Yeah, she'll beat me up with her fists of iron. Makes me sad. Mm, I have auto male arms. <laughs> but the only thing that makes me happy is reviews. Yay. Thanks, guys. Uh, Yay. Zion Rye from US's best podcast ever. Great for the commute. Um, Bratness from the United States says, nerdiest podcast ever. Which, Thanks. okay, sure. I don't. 
no, if that's that. true. Yeah, no, we're pretty. <laughs> Tim is hilarious. Is hilarious despite his unfunny transition. Yeah, <laughs> you did get called out. She that. say she say hurtful things about me. Yep, a little bit. Um, <laughs> apparently, also oh. she says, but Stump Mike Dodd rocks. So <laughs> I, I, oh, I guess, I think she's saying Dowd. 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 I can understand that like being hard to. I was gonna I say guess. like the 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 O and the D keys are nowhere near each other. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think it's a mishearing thing. Rainbow Goth from Australia nice. says, "Jousting anyone? Oh, I w- can't wait to drink some good beers at your country <laughs> and sound and music." Uh, we have lots of good you, wait, beers here. They just wait. don't come from this country. You said uh, that's Australia, not Austria. Different country. <gasps> Uh, M12457, <laughs> the robot says heart, heart, heart. I didn't know you could feel emotions. Uh, consumer <laughs> from the United States says funniest GOT podcast ever. Not too sure. Uh, and they are clamoring for a Carl Drogo account of that law. Clamoring? Uh, clamoring. Kmart. What? Kmart? Okay. Kmart. Kmart? Yeah. What? They are Kmarting for a Carl Drogo account at law. We all are. And I don't want to make a thing of it, but thank you for the reviews. I love you. Do you know what we should do? We should, like, get a bunch of Carl Drogo shirts and just see them at thrift stores and see where they show up. <laughs> yes. I'd do that. Yes. Oh, that would be awesome. I would like that. And we just need a way to track them. Maybe we could put GPS in them. Oh, yeah. We could definitely got to put, mm. like, or we have one of those, It's a like, little needles. bit more expensive, but totally worth it. And then we could just it. show up at could, the people's houses know, and be like, oh, hey. And then put them back hey. in the shop. We're time to survey. How do you feel about your shirt? How do you like your shirt? And How do you like our a, podcast? And then put a needle inside them and track them. Yeah. We need it for our mm. research. How is the tagging going? We, you know, I don't know if you're new to the show. Um, we do like to try to hunt down all of our fans and tag them. Mm-hmm. Uh, usually just a small uh, thing through the ear. And, um, you know, then we get to track their whereabouts. It really and, helps. And yeah. sort of understand how it affects our their email tricks habits, and increases our brand. Right. Their mating habits. Right. Yeah. Mm. Like, for instance, we knew that a lot of you like babies, so we made baby jokes this episode. Yeah. Yeah, so sorry about that. We also found a lot of you like sex, so we decided to combine mm-hmm. the two. <laughs> with sexy babies. I'm, I'm <laughs> sexy a baby. <clears throat> Miss Sexy Baby with uh, Tom Hanks. <laughs> Guys, that's great. Um, so, you can follow us on Twitter at Cast of Thrones. That's a good thing to do. Yeah. Yeah, this is a great thing to do. We get so lonely during the week yeah. between podcasts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we and pretty much respond. I would say ninety nine hundred percent of the time. Right. Almost the only time we don't respond is when we think somebody else probably already responded. <laughs> yeah, which is probably ninety nine. That is a problem. There's five people on one Twitter account. Occasionally, you will have, and this has absolutely happened in the past. You will get three responses from us. <laughs> three completely yeah. different responses. There's like, what time are you recording? Eight, seven, seven never. Seven, yeah, there's like a that. very special prize if you get every single member of Cast of Thrones to respond to you. But we won't tell you what it is. It's secret. <laughs> it's never, it's yeah, we've only three. We've never gotten four. Yeah. Because if that happens, you know, shit, I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> it's not bad. <laughs> I just lost what I thought. I just I was gonna say something. End times. No, because then the, I was gonna say that we don't know what the prize is because the prize could be three, four separate things. That's true. We we'd have to <laughs> actually agree on it. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at rbristow. You can follow me on Twitter at thrifty nerd. You can follow me on Twitter at Jennifer Cheek. You can follow me. On Twitter at Tim Lanning. You could follow me on Twitter at Mike Dow. Intonation. <laughs> and uh, hey, I mean, while you're at it, why don't you check out our great Facebook group? It's facebook.com slash cast of thrones. <laughs> um, you can play Farmville with us, I guess. <laughs> Farmville is so last year, it's all about SimCity Social. You can play SimCity Social with us. Or you could play Poke the Host. <laughs> is poking still a thing? It is. Uh, I'm yes. pretty sure still a thing. It I better be. I think I got poked and I just ignore them. Maybe we'll put you in our top eight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. On our MySpace. It doesn't exist. Guys, I'm, I like installed this mod where I can have a top 16. 
Oh my god. Whoa, shit. That's that's in our song that's playing on our MySpace page, is that song from the National? The, um... Lorenzo Castamere. This ending segment went a long time. Yeah, we're, we're still going. We're not still recording, right? Are we still recording? I'm yeah. going to stop now. Okay, well, then I guess uh, until next week, keep riding that donkey. Woo!